And we are recording. How you guys doing? Good. Good. Good, good. Here. Nikki, Juliet, some awesome great podcasters. It's super fire. Yeah, happy to be here with you guys. Absolutely. So, um, Wallace, you want to go first? Yeah, yeah. What's up? Um, my name's Red Wallace. I currently am a podcaster, a creative mindset coach and consultant. And yeah, I'm just happy to be here. Holden, do you want us to call you Holden or you want us to call you Rome? I know that your your show is Go Rome TV. Yeah, I prefer Rome. Rome. Holden. All right. <laughs> my real name. Gotcha. So, yep. So I'm Juliet Han. I am the host of uh, three podcasts right now, two more on the way coming this summer. Um, I also am a storytelling consultant where I help people kind of uh, really shorten the buying cycle. Uh, small businesses are really where I'm, my niche is, but like helping them kind of pick out those little golden bits of their story and being able to talk to their audience and, and get to know people a little bit more about getting comfortable in their personal and business story. And uh, yes, I know. Can you believe I have, I'm going to have five, po- <laughs> five podcasts. I love it. I love it. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's fun though. It's, it's what I'm meant to do right now. Yeah. Super great. Vicky. Fire podcaster. Uh, hello, hello, you guys. My name is Vicky. I'm the host of I Am Fearless podcast. Um, I like to interview entrepreneurs and get them to give me a transparent and um, really authentic perspective of what it's like to be an entrepreneur, um, how they overcome adversity, what they tell themselves in challenging times, how they keep that momentum going. Um, so I like to say that my podcast kind of is like feeds this entrepreneurial spirit so that's my jam love it super fire but uh back to you we have the five you're about to have five podcasts total so I have your next stop is the one that I started. So I've started that in 2019 and that's where I interview people that have followed a passion and turned it into a business. And then I have my two YNS, like your next stop, um, live ones that are with the NFL thread, which is the LinkedIn for women. I have YNS live with NFL thread and then YNS live with NFL thread pivot. Um, I also have a live show that I do, you know, with, uh, your next stop. And then I have, Two new ones. One I can, well, I actually can't tell you either of their names because they're going to be starting this summer, but one is on strictly midlife, like what women go through after having kids, as we raise our kids, what happens with our body, our minds, all of that. It's going to be more of like a Netflix kind of series. There's going to be humor, but um, just a lot. I have a co-host with that. And then the second one is going to be uh, on dyslexia awareness. So I am dyslexic. I have a family full of dyslexics and um, my co-host is a former NHL Stanley cup winner. And we, uh, partnered to really go out there and, and talk about the things that people, parents need to know early education, early detection, helping, um, some of the unfortunates that can't like financially get there, giving them the tools to do it. But we're also sharing our personal stories. My co-host was in the league for 18 years. Um, played over a thousand games, uh, definitely a very well-known athlete, but when he got out of the league, he was, you know, 16, he left home, 
didn't know he was dyslexic, didn't know he was dyslexic until he was 32. And so um, we're trying to change the the narrative on dyslexia because it's not an intelligence thing. 40% of self-made millionaires are dyslexic. Uh, we just think a little different. And that's actually how I, what I do in my storytelling consultancy and then also on my podcast, I ask a lot of questions that people sometimes don't realize what I'm doing, but I'm asking very curious questions and I bring out in my guest and clients something that they maybe sometimes hasn't thought about. So they're like, oh, wait, no one's ever asked me that. And then we go down this beautiful conversation and you can feel the passion and the energy of, you know, the, 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 because of a question I asked. And so, yeah, so that's, that's where, that's where, that's where I'm going, but yeah, two more. And it's going to be, um, it's going to be interesting juggling it all, but it's what I'm meant to do right now. Super fire. That's, I know you're super busy. <laughs> I am, but I mean, I, I also have, I have three teens. Um, I can work when they're at school, you know, so I have the day I am an entrepreneur. So I do, and I can weave it in. It's like, okay, I know my recording schedule. That's one thing I have to be like super. Okay. I have the time for myself. I wake up early, um, get, you know, what I need to get done. And then it's like, okay, I'm either recording, working with a client or, and we just have our, our schedules. And then I do have help on the editing side. I wouldn't be able to do it if I had to edit because that's not my, that's not where I'm great. I mean, I can edit. Um, but that is where I kind of hand off and, and have my team help me a little bit there. Super fire. You and Vicky definitely got to do a podcast together. I, like I know. <laughs> and um, you guys all got kids. I don't got no kids yet. So, like, I love how you guys, you know, you go through life every day. You guys are, you know, taking care of your kids, taking care of yourself. And you guys still manage to do, like, fire podcasts. Because all your podcasts are super fire. Thank you. And ditto. Thank I mean, you. yeah, Vicky, if you want to jump in, you know, as a parent or red, I don't want to... <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, so, you know, um, actually, Julie, I was just thinking, I, I like literally just took a note and I'm like, I have a guest for that dyslexic podcast that you're, I, sh I don't know if I should call it the dyslexic podcast, but well, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but yeah, but I have a guest that I think that you should interview and he is fantastic and he's overcome dyslexia, uh, being dyslexic. And now he's like a public speaker. It's like phenomenal story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, Definitely, but, please um, connect us. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's what also, too, that I love so much about being a podcaster is that, like, the connections that you get to make. Yes. Um, and so you get to have these conversations and you're just, like, kind of talking and it's like light bulbs go off and you're like, oh, I can, like, I can kind of get in there. You know what I'm saying? I love that. Me too. The networking, I think, is, is one of the best things. I mean, I know, like, being and connecting with people like we would never have connected right if we didn't have a podcast and it doesn't matter where we're from you know what we do uh meeting different people you learn i always say you can learn from anyone you can learn from someone that's homeless to a ceo because we all have knowledge we all have stories we all have something to share and people just need to stop and ask questions and connect and see where things go and daydream and, and, you know, just live life in, in the way it's like, okay, I, I have my eyes wide open. I don't want to be the person that's just going this way. Even when you, I mean, and we all have had times in our lives, right. Where it's happened, where it's like, a, you know, you're in the weeds right now, red, you know, with, with the three month old that you're like, I can't even, I'm not even sleeping, <laughs> like, but you're going to have that. Yeah. And then you're going to pivot. For sure. For sure. Yeah, and I can definitely attest. Thankfully, she actually sleeps really well through the night. It's more yeah. so that during the day, like for now, for instance, um, I'm juggling watching her while um, watching also my two-and-a-half-year-old as I'm doing this podcast, and it can be definitely a bit distracting. But one thing I've noticed is just embracing each season. 
Like, the, mm-hmm. I, one of the first podcasts I did when we had both of them, I had like four interruptions. But instead of just letting that stop me from continuing what I'm doing, I, I was fully present as dad, but also fully present as a podcaster. And we just took that moment to be like, you know what? It's okay. We can pause. That's why they have editing. <laughs> and thankfully, I'm, I'm growing. And my, my team as well, man. And my background was video editing, actually. I started my journey as an editor for a YouTube ministry that had quite quite a following and there was also on uh, broadcast on TV as well. So like I, I know the space of editing and it's something I'm probably fairly good at for my my experience. But it's I mean once you're once you become the talent and once you become like the person on screen, it's a lot better to delegate and automate the things that you can. And one of my specific areas, not to transition the conversation to wherever, but one thing I specifically focus on with a lot of my creative clients is burnout. And as someone who's experienced it myself and someone who juggles a lot of things, I think that it's important for us to, to learn the, the rhythm of, of rest and, and work. Because as entrepreneurs, as creative people that want to create all these amazing things, being able to schedule that that rest and schedule those things that bring you fulfillment that's how we're going to do this for forever because i don't know about you guys but i'm in in this for the long haul not just for a a short flash of fame i'm here to actually make a a huge impact but yeah yeah i love hearing this all these connections and i and i agree it's it's the connections for me Uh, i've been blessed to interview some really extraordinary people and have some awesome um interesting conversations that's the way that i like to put it for for my podcast is it's mostly focused for creative entrepreneurs but but it's just amazing to see what what people do with their circumstances and their stories and it's like you said i think that we can learn from everyone (laughs) and it's so it's so impressive to me just to meet someone online like like what we're doing now the beauty of technology like we're all sitting here in the comfort of our own places but we're coming together and we're all learning from each other but yeah it's, it's such a beautiful thing what um so like as far as like a strategy um how did you guys come up with yours you got uh, yeah Nick, i was gonna say you go you gotta call call her you know, now you want to answer first yeah. Well, you know, okay, I'll go first, you guys. Um, I so initially when I started my podcast, um, I I was doing like this monologue kind of thing where I would just get on and I was just talking because I was experiencing a lot of pain at the time, and so I um, I had I had suffered a lot of loss and and so I just felt like that I just needed to get it out and I I actually was experiencing some like pain in my throat for a minute. It was like I had like a lump in my throat. And so, and I noticed that as I started talking that I started to feel better. And so initially I started kind of sharing my podcast with just a few close friends and then they started sharing it with other people. But then when I thought about it, I was like, "Ah, I really don't want to just continue to talk about, you know, the unfortunate things that are happening in my life, right? Like there's, I I felt like that uh, it was a space to where I could really spread some positivity and that's what I was actually seeking. And so my my strategy and my niche kind of, or niche, however you wanna say it, switched to from from being just about me to I really wanted to shine the light on other people that inspired me that like, like pushed me, motivated me, whether they realized it, that they were doing it or not, just by them being them. 
Um, and so sometimes I feel like that my podcast, and I've told this to Red before. Is that his name? What's your name again? Yeah, it's Red. Everyone calls it's Red. Yeah, yes. you're right. Red, you're right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, we because he and I after after you connected us, Rome. I, I messaged him and we kind of talked a little bit and and I was telling him I was like you know sometimes I feel like that my podcast it serves me more than anybody else and because I just get so much from it and I actually feel like that through this podcast I almost get like that one-on-one mentorship personalized customized for me right but then I just share it with everybody else so that's kind of been my strategy I guess is just continuing to shine a light on other entrepreneurs and me drawing inspiration from it and sharing it with with everybody else i simplify i love that well you know it's actually really funny that you said that because when i started mine it was it was personal journal stories it was at a time in my life where my kids were getting older i needed something i i chose to stay home with them um and i loved it we had just moved and i was i was really seeking a creative outlet and i didn't realize that's what i was seeking and you know I'm not going to get into my whole story, but I basically for many years did not think I was creative. I was an athlete. I played college sports. Um, and that's where I got my, my praise because in the classroom I did not. And so for me to all of a sudden find this new creative outlet, I was like, this is amazing. I mean, I literally went on a, on a dog walk. I walk, I have two boxers. I walk them every day and I, that's where I daydream. And that's what I would say to people. You have to find that spot to daydream. Some people call it meditation. I have to move. I cannot sit still. Or I think of the dishes and the laundry and I don't want to do that. So I have to move. And so I started, um, it was called next stop crazy town. Cause, and crazy town is like endearing to me. It's like the chaos, It's the, you know, the kids around the dogs and, and it was literally personal journal stories of just things that I went through as in motherhood and, and as my career, I decided to put that on the back burner and, and stay with, with the home with the kids and where that journey went. And some, you know, sometimes it was wonderful. And other times where I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I, you know, I, I, I messed up, like, you know, I messed up as a mom. And, and so I really started talking about that. And then, uh, pandemic happened. And I started interviewing, I kind of pivoted because I was like, I want to see what's happening around the world. There's my curiosity. So I started interviewing people around the world. It was right when Clubhouse came about. And I had all people from all different corners. And I started interviewing them. And I called it quarantine stories. We kept it like as a series within the podcast. And as I interviewed another person, another person, I was like, this is what I'm meant to do. I am meant to do this. And then I, a business kind of came out of it. And as I was doing that, that's where I started interviewing people that have followed a passion and turned it into a business or a charity or something like that, because it was literally exactly what I was doing. And so as Nikki, as you said, um, it is Vicky. Did I say Nikki? Is it Vicky? Vicky. It's Vicky. Vicky. Um, it is, it was literally where I was as my journey was going and then helping people kind of get their stories and helping them articulate things that were maybe tough or things that they didn't think were important. Or if they were like, no, I didn't have like a crazy life. Like I you know, had pretty, you know, normal stuff, helping them find those pieces that are still going to connect because everyone has tragedy, right? We all, we all do. It doesn't matter how big it is or how small it is really just talking that. And then the NFL stuff came out because Cynthia was one on my podcast. She was one of my guests. And then we collaborated and, and as doors just keep opening, I'm like, this is where I'm meant to be. This is, I believe in God. This is where God has put me. And I'm just going to continue to be curious, continue to keep walking and opening those doors, meeting people like you guys, because you never know. I say yes. And, and, and the burnout is real, but I feel like I have really, I pivot 
whenever, or like, I'm like, okay, I'm like, you know, I'm 49. So I'm pretty in tune to what I need and what I don't need. I feel like as age kind of comes about. Um, and so I really know I need that time in the morning and then I have my schedule and I usually don't record on Friday cause I know I'm burned out by Friday. So Fridays are just kind of discovery calls and kind of light. Um, Monday I have a little bit less, you know, I don't do as much. I maybe have clients, but it's not like as, as, as intensive, but so I know my schedule. And so I think that's, again, when things come out, like this, when you meet people and you keep just being curious and asking questions and not be afraid of failure. So, you know, not being afraid of taking risks because if you don't take risks, what's life about? Right. Yes, girl. Let me <laughs> unmute myself. Yes. Come on. So good. Um, speaking of burnout, how do you, because you know, like, you be burnt out by Friday. I'll be burnt out by like Wednesday. Um, what's some things that you do? Like, how do you keep the self discipline and like know when to say yes, know when to say no? Like when people want to do certain things, you're like, okay, now nah, I'm burnt out. I can't go. How do you like level all of that? Do you, I, I mean I'll jump into that. I mean I because I definitely. I mean as you know, when you guys are in the space, we get calls all the time, right? It's it is. I just go with my gut if it works at the time, it's meant to happen. So I don't stress myself out. If it doesn't work, it, it's, it's not meant to happen at that time. I really believe in kind of like things happen for a reason. Now, do I sometimes get like stressed where I'm like, oh, I really want to make that work. This dyslexic podcast, I'll give you an example. I didn't know really if that was meant to happen. And it took me down like a journey where I was like, okay, wow, this could also get vulnerable. I know I'm going to be talking about things that maybe I haven't thought about in school that maybe I stuffed. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about. Um, and I really, I not only did I pray on it, but I was like, okay, I need to do something that I haven't done. And I am, as I said, I played athletic sports um, in college. I've always been an athlete, but I always walk my dogs. And that's a lot of times when I'm walking, um, I do it right when the kids go to school, right before my day starts. And that is a is my kind of solace time, but I also make sure I work out. And it's, it's like, sometimes it's annoying. Cause I'm like, Ugh. but I recently got into yoga and people for my entire life have been telling me I need to do yoga. And I'm like, no, it's too slow. It's too slow. And at this kind of time where the podcast was like, okay, I'm like, should I take this on? Should I take this on? I think I really need to chill, have time, like maybe one hour a day where, I mean, I, my brain goes all the time and never, like I never not have a thought. When there's no place. Maybe if I'm on the water, I get like five seconds, but I'm always thinking. And it's not like bad or stress. Sometimes I'm like, oh, the sky is blue. Oh, look at that bird. You know, it's not like it's thinking, deep thinking, but I really never stop. So I started doing hot yoga and I've now had eight days in a row. I've gone like for the last like four weeks, like here and there, you know, a couple times a week. And I can actually settle, but I don't know if I'll do yoga for the rest of my life. But right now, it's what I need. And so I just kind of listen to my body and kind of really explore, like ask those questions. Like, what do I need? Does it always like unfold right away? Like I'm talking about a flow. No, there's times where it's like, oh my God, I'm really pushing my head up. I'm not feeling creative right now. I'm feeling frustrated. What's happening in the business? What's doing here? Why can't I get that? I do all that as well, but I also give myself grace that I'm like, okay, I know when I have these down moments, there's just going to be a high moment on top. I'm not going to quit. I'm just going to continue to go. But if I keep hitting that wall, keep hitting that wall, maybe that's something I need to let go. Maybe that's something that's not supposed to happen because I feel like if you just keep following, but keep moving forward and not getting stagnant, we all do, but just then, okay, today I'm going to move forward. I'm going to explore that a little bit. And again, you keep hitting that wall. It's like, nope, 
that was good for the time I needed. There's no wrong paths. I really believe we learn in those paths. Those are stepping stones to where we're meant to go. And what, and, and again, my, my view is where God has, you know, why he created us. Super fire. Well, that's how you do with your burnout. Uh, I would think of offhand, I can think of two things. So I, I focus on a monthly energy audit and it's super practical. You just take out a sheet of paper, you, you write a line down the middle, middle. On one side, you write the things that energize you. On the other, you write the things that drain you. And the goal is if there's things that drain you that you're spending time on, either eliminate them, delegate them, automate them, or find a way that you can turn those that drain you into things that energize you. That's one simple thing. And then the other thing would be that you have to schedule something that's, that brings you joy and makes you come alive. For instance, like if you are creative and podcasting is what you do for a living, it's super easy to get burnt out because it's become a living. So what is that other creative thing that's unrelated at all to what you do that you can do for fun? And I mean, it doesn't have to be something that's bringing you income. It could be literally something that brings you joy. For me, I, I like to work out. Like I have the, the daily things. Um, I'm also a believer in God, so it's definitely going to be time with God, prayer, that's going to be essential. Like those things are like non-negotiables. And definitely set up the non-negotiables that you need because it, we've heard it probably a million times, you can't pour from an empty cup. And a lot of times when we're, we're burnt out, it's because we haven't put in the time to fill back fuel back up, refuel, and fill our cup. And I would much rather be overflowing so I can just pour out to everyone than to run around with holes in my cup or just running on empty. And it's it's really easy to to do that if you schedule it because what gets scheduled gets done. And as creatives, sometimes we shy right away from schedules, but I think schedules are so important. And yeah, like all planning isn't perfect and you're going to mess up and especially life with kids. I mean, I've, I've got things that I'm going to do in my day. And if they don't get done at 5 a.m. because all of a sudden someone decides to wake up at 5 a.m., they'll still get done later in the day. And it's just, you, you have those things that are for you and doing and finding the time you do have. I feel like a lot of times people get so focused on, for instance, if it's something you want to pick up and it's maybe it's working out. And a lot of times they're like, I don't have an hour to go to the gym, but you got 10 minutes, you got 20 minutes. So like stop focusing on the time you don't have and look at the little bit of time you do have. And that could be applied to anything. And I, and I just think that a lot of times we'll spend, we'll spend our wills doing these things that overwhelm us. And again, that goes back to this idea of burnout. For me, what I learned was I was doing everything that didn't fulfill me. And I, and, and I had to ask myself, am I doing these things to please other people? Or am I doing these things to, to further make the impact, to achieve the goals that I want to achieve? Because again, I, and I love that we've got people people of faith in here. So I can definitely lean into the fact that uh, I, I believe like we were created on purpose with a purpose and, and discovering that purpose is crucial because once we've figured out like our why in life, our purpose, our calling, then, then those times that we do feel burnt out and drained, we can have those energy audits and we can be, oh, yep, she agrees. <laughs> Violet said, amen. <laughs> but, but we can have those times where we're just like, what is going on? Why, why am I so tired? Why am I so drained? And, and I believe that it's in those moments we have the opportunity to pause, to slow down. One, one of the coaches that I have always says, you can slow down to speed up. 
And I never understood that because, I mean, if, if, y'all, if y'all know what the Enneagram is, I'm a type three, which means I'm a high achiever. I'm a performer. All my life I've been like performing and striving to get people's approval. And it was through rediscovering who I was that uh, we're not human doings, we're human beings. And a lot of times when we get burnt out, we get stuck in this doing. And if we could just take five minutes out of our, our busy life and breathe and remember that it's, it's not that important. It's going to wait. And just like I could keep going and being crazy on this because I'm so passionate about it. But if I pause and say, you, you good? Is everything good? Are you okay? And then I'm able to be present in the moment. And a lot of people were, were so focused on the, the, the idea of we have to keep going and going and going. But what would happen if we just paused and got present in this moment? Then you begin to see, oh, it's okay. I'm going to be all right. I'm not really that overwhelmed. It's not. And, and I love the idea of the chaos that, that you mentioned because it, does, it definitely feels like chaos when you're in the middle of it. And, and, but that's the beauty of it is because if you can sit in that moment and realize there's something to be grateful for. And, and it might be a tangent off of the burnout, but I feel like it's important to be said is like when I think about I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here holding a miracle because my, my wife had two miscarriages before we had my, my daughter that's now crying. And, and I heard the perspective so beautifully said, said when they said that a, a crying baby is an alive baby. And it, is, it sounds so crazy, but it's like a lot of times we get so caught up in everything else. That, that we miss out on the miracle of life that's in front of us. And that, that's how I, I tend to go away from, from burnout. Super fire, bro, super fire. Vicky, how you deal with your burnout? How do I deal with my burnout? Well, you know what? I think that I'm still practicing, right? It's like, it's one of those things to where, you know, um, I'm, I'm learning how to navigate uh, through it because this podcast, it's, it's new to me, you know, and, um, and with kids and, and then I also have a a job now because through the podcast, I got a job and, and I think uh, Ray brought up a good point and something that I often practice is gratitude. So a part of my daily routine and when I, when I'm committed to my daily routine, I should say, I, um, I wake up in the morning, um, I meditate, I write 10 things that I'm grateful for in my gratitude journal. I read my Bible for a little bit and then I exercise because I've got to get my body moving. Um, and when I'm really on it, I, I'll i do like gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then I'll either do yoga or Pilates, a bar or something like that on Tuesday and Thursday. But in, even though that those things seem like it's like, dang, like how can you add that to your plate? Those things are really just for me. And it really helps me to um, clear my thoughts, uh, reshift, reorganize, like kind of, and also to, it helps me to be more fluid to where I feel like uh, it gets me out of the rat race and trying to force everything to happen. And I find myself being like more relaxed because I think I've just expended a lot of that energy that I'm kind of trying to store up, you know? So I think that, that it's a strange thing, but, I think that the key to solving overwhelm, being overwhelmed is to kind of just, this is going to sound crazy, but maybe do, do a little more for yourself though. Not, not more so for the things that you have to do, but like take that energy and put it towards you. 
because then you're pouring back into you. And like Red was saying, you're refilling your cup. And so that way you can be refreshed, restored and made new. So that way you can, you know, go out and do it again. All right, super fire. I mean, I know you guys got to get going. Um, I got to, you know, do some things, but we got to do another episode when you guys could. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, sounds good. Me too. I really appreciate it. I'll send you guys a DM. All right, perfect. So in a great meeting, I followed you both on uh, on IG, and uh, we'll definitely yeah, stay definitely. connected. Let's, let's yes, stay connected. Yes. Let's be on everyone, each other's podcast, and yeah, I'd love that. Yes, and th that. thanks, Rome, for connecting us and, and being, you know, the connector. I appreciate it. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank we you. We appreciate you. Thank you. All right, have a good one. All right, Bye. thanks, Holden. Bye, y'all. See ya.